Welcome, everyone. I am one of your co-analysts. <laughs> I am your Italian hero, Mr. Joey Image. We've got, uh, I'm pointing this way. Well, there you go. We got two other guys. That's Geo Frost. That's Big T. Big T. <laughs> What's up, folks? I mean, what's up, guys? What's up, everyone? You know what I mean. What up? Hey, hey, hey. Can I just complain really quick about <laughs> April Fool's jokes yesterday? Yes, you sure. may. Okay, so everyone knew that the Ring of Honor show was in Dallas or in Garland, Texas last night, about 30 yes. minutes outside of Dallas. Everyone knows Mania, all that shit is in, is in Dallas, too. So I went on Twitter and I saw a bunch of, um, a bunch of uh, what do you call it? April Fool's jokes that, like, you gotta make them believable to be funny. Like the one I saw was like a guy was like, woke up this morning to police surrounding my house. I didn't know what was going on. I was so scared. I went downstairs to find out, and apparently they found Elvis Presley's dead body in my basement. That's not believable. <laughs> it's stupid. Okay, it's dumb. I got so pissed off. <laughs> so yeah, I, I went, I, I went on Twitter and I put. Uh, I went in the middle of the day, so it so it would look like I didn't just make it up right that right when I woke up and so I did it at the middle of the day so the thing I wrote would make sense make more sense so people would think that it had been reported throughout the day and I was just commenting about it and I wrote very interested to hear or no, very uh, surprised to hear about this secret meeting happening between Vince McMahon and Tony Khan this weekend in Texas uh, since they're going to both be in the same in the same town or whatever, uh, I'm very interested to see what becomes of this. And I didn't put a LOL or smiley face or nothing. I didn't give any hints. And I got DMs, three of three DMs, one from a journalist who supposedly, who is a dirt cheat guy who said, uh, said, what did you hear? And who did you hear this from? And I responded, you don't have a source. You're the dirt cheat guy. And he never answered me, whatever. The other two were just fans that were like, is this real? Is this real? And I didn't answer them. And then, uh, Somebody, somebody else responded publicly and said, where did you hear this? And I said, I saw it on the dirt sheet report. And then a couple other people responded. Only one guy, I think, got it that responded to me and said, I, I hear Tony Khan's buying WWE. I don't know if that was, <laughs> I don't know if that was like a, another April Fool's joke back and he just got it. But nobody got, I finally, last night at like 11 o'clock, I responded and I forgot to, I was going to go on there and say, this is just a joke, by the way, blah, blah, blah. And I forgot, so I went on there at like 11 last night. I put, oh, yeah, April Fool's. And nobody nobody got it. Like, not one person. Everyone thought it was real, or no one got that it was a joke. Come on. It's got to be fucking believable. I had people it, going all day with that. It was either that, or they were just too busy watching all the other wrestling that was going on for that weekend yeah, on whatever yeah, the streaming. It's, it's crazy. Uh, there, the, the, just so the one thing, the one thing I saw that uh, you knew hands down was fake. I don't know why they put it out there. It was like it said WWE uh, uh, release Vince McMahon. They wish the best of luck in his yeah. future endeavor. Stupid. I'm like, dude, really? He's serious. You know what? Well, the only one that seemed kind of legit was the Drew McIntyre. Did you see the Drew McIntyre one? No, I didn't. It said, uh, yes, so yesterday was Friday. It said, it said Thursday night. I don't know if they had a show somewhere, a house show or something, maybe, or if it was just at the hotel. I don't remember. But it said, like, it said Thursday night, uh, WWE, uh, Chairman Vince McMahon and Drew McIntyre got into an argument about something with Drew's, Drew's role in WrestleMania, and it came to fists. And, and so now Drew's been suspended for 30 days, and he won't be on the <laughs> Mania show. That seemed legit, but, Something about it was off. I think there was an LOL in it or something like that, or maybe a smiley face emoji or whatever mm. that just gave it away that it was bullshit. And people yeah. were so I responded and I was like, there was a link to it or there was a link attached. I said, without even looking at the link, it's April 1st. And nobody responded to me. I was like, fuck, <laughs> if they didn't put that LOL in there or that smiley emoji, it might have seemed legit, dude. Uh, uh, T, have you seen any um, any a a April Fool's fake posts of uh, regarding wrestling? All day, I just wasn't paying attention. Like the only one that almost got me wasn't even wrestling related. It was football related. It was. Uh, we don't worry. We're, we're 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 definitely not going to worry about that fake stuff today. It, it was <laughs> Colin Kaepernick signed a three year deal with the Patriots. Never heard of her. So. <laughs> 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 but, never heard of her. <laughs> uh, well, let's. Well, the day's starting off already. Good morning, Linda. Welcome back, as always. 
I, I like seeing her pop pop up in our chat room. We we got some of our uh our regulars that jump hey, in. Hey, can on we? Here. Can you own or can can Streamyard only stream to two of one site? Like you can only do two Twitters and two Facebook stuff like that, or no? Or you can do more than that? No, I I can probably do more. I just have to switch okay. them around because you because you can only do a max of eight locations. Oh, okay. I was going to add my totally. I was going to add my Twitter account too, so it can go out live on mine as well. Oh yeah, I I I, have, I I could definitely do that. I would just have to pull off uh one of them, yeah. Probably my personal Facebook page because I stream to the Twitter one as well, though too. So we'll figure have, it out. We got I have, this. I have seventy seven hundred followers on Twitter, so that oh should, okay, then we'll that would be great if we can add at least a hundred viewers out of that. Okay, then going uh, forward, what we'll definitely do is we'll we will. Pull I just don't know how to do that. We will pull off my Facebook one, and okay. We'll, oh, and add that one separate. Okay. It, well, well, it, it it will be added with the Facebook yeah. one, but except it'll just swap out for when for when we do uh. The stuff. Oh, okay. I see what uh, you mean. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's that's fine. That's fine. Uh, and everybody, uh, as Joey did the uh, opening, uh, the openings for the show. Welcome to the Bias Lamps Podcast. This is Breakfast and Bias Lamps. Uh, up top there. BiasLensPodcast.com. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Hit that notification button. Find out when we are live. Uh, he's a, even though he hosted many other uh, podcast shows, he is now in training to be uh, one of the main legit hosts. So if I'm not here doing this, Joey's going to be able to uh, work with StreamYard and, and, and hit all the buttons and, and put in the nuclear codes and this and that and whatnot. But it is what it is. I, I see we got. I, you just I did L. You, I you didn't did realize that if you type that, it goes under every. It goes to every uh, thing we're sharing on. I just wanted yes, to go in that chat. Yes, that's us. <laughs> well, thank you, Dave. I appreciate that. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's all good. It's all good. Uh, but you know what? Uh, we're gonna have to jump into things here, only because at twelve o'clock we're gonna be doing a pop-up show. For uh, the NXT pre-show for us to uh, talk about that. And then we'll do a post-show right after NXT. So let's jump into things with the WWE Hall of Fame. But before we do that, I do want to touch upon one thing. And that is right before the Hall of Fame, they had SmackDown. Why the hell would they put Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and the Intercontinental Championship on early in the show and not save that towards the end. That made no sense whatsoever. I didn't even see SmackDown yet. Yeah. T, have you even watched it? WrestleMania started at Monday, really. So. <laughs> there was a whole bunch of stuff going on. Yeah. But yeah, uh the the one thing I did not care. I'm 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 sure the guy's a great guy, great great talent. Madcap Moss going over in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale. I'm not a oh, fan just, of that. I just said I didn't see it and you spoiled it for me. My I bad. Mean, I am probably not going to watch it, to be honest. I haven't watched WWE TV in a very long time. Yeah. And and and, and Rick Shea did successfully uh, defend the title against uh, Humberto and Angel Garza. So that's out the bag, too, since you didn't watch it either. But moving along. Jump. Yeah, I don't care. They're doing a changeover. We're hitting the WWE Hall of Fame. And up to bat first, we got to see the sun. Oh, there he is. He's already hitting the button. I figured it out. I just want to see if it worked. Okay. And you see the son <laughs> of uh, Rick Steiner, Braun Breaker. You know what? As yes. Now that they acknowledge that, can they just make him a Steiner? Just let him be Rex Steiner like he used to be? Or Bronson uh, Steiner or whatever. Let him. I like. I like the name Rex better than Braun or whatever. But let him be a Steiner now. I, Just change his name. I Everyone will understand. I think they would want it to, but the whole Breaker thing is came from his early years in uh, football and stuff. Yeah. No, I I, I knew that, but yeah. I don't know. I, I guess. Maybe maybe it was his idea. What do I know? But yeah, I just probably. I would just like him to be. A Steiner. I guess he don't want to live off the Steiner name. That's what it is. Uh, yeah, maybe. And and be his own man. Yeah. Uh, but here we got to see. Uh, finally, finally got to see the uh, the I'm gonna say probably the world's greatest 
tag team ever next to the road because everyone hands out always claim the road warriors a lot of people are claiming the dudley boys and stuff some people would even go as far as saying the hardys but hands down pound for pound skill the steiners are right there with the best of the best t uh, I say they're up there with the best of the best. Uh, the, the early day Steiners, I, I like their work better than uh, when they evolved into their singles role. Oh, most definitely that, and that's what they're going off of anyway. But uh, you know, it's it's to each their own. I, my tag team list is a whole lot different than yours. Yeah, Joe. You look, you look like you want to say something interesting there. You got that grin on Nothing your face. Nothing I say is interesting. No, I, I think, <laughs> uh, I think they're definitely in the in the conversation for top best team of all time. I would say, I'd say them, the Dudleys, uh, the Road Warriors, and I, I would say top five: Steiners, Dudleys, Road Warriors. I think Demolition because they were basically Road Warrior clones, but I love yeah. Demolition, and uh, I'm partial, but I'm gonna say the Rockers because I'm friends with Marty. So I don't know. Yeah, I, can, I'm, I mean it's I'm, definitely not. I'm pretty anybody cool with Marty too. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's anybody that's that's currently on TV as a tag team, or whatever. I don't think. May, maybe I mean I. I don't want. I don't know. Maybe the Hardys, but they're still going. Like I don't. I don't want to put the Hardys in there because they're still going. I don't know. They could do bigger and better. Who knows? But I'm saying as it stands, as far as teams that are no longer active, those are are going to be my five. I believe. Yeah, because because especially when you look at their accolades across the board. Uh, the 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 way they were. Uh, what was one of your um favorite um moments with the Steiners as far as growing up of of teams that they were facing? Because honestly, we can I can name a, a few. I can name a few of great feuds they had that I really enjoyed. Dude, I think mm-hmm. uh when um. So one moment that always sticks out in my head is when they wrestled Doom. When Doom was still masked, when it was Ron Simmons and Butcher Reed, they still had the mask on, and they lost the the mask title versus mask match. Steiners were the champs, and uh, sorry, Doom was the champs. And uh, no, wait, was it? I Hold think on. I think I think Doom was the champ. Yeah, I I, yeah. I, I, no, I think Steiners were because if Doom won, they got the titles. But if the Steiners won, Doom had to unmask. Do do so, do, do you remember the take home? No. T, do you remember the take home of that match? I don't remember half. The I I actually do. Uh, it was Butch Reed in the ring at the time. The mask was a little bit loose. He puts his head down. Rick Steiner does uh, a run by as he puts his head down. Oh wait, he, he grabs the mask, he grabbed it, and, and it comes off. Which yes, him. I do remember. <laughs> and then and then they went into the the finish. Yeah, I loved uh, Doom. I loved Doom. They were they, I, I, I exactly. Didn't, I didn't know who they were at the time. I just knew Teddy Long because he wasn't wearing a mask. And uh, but I loved watching their matches. And 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 then when they when they unmasked, I was like, "Holy shit, that's Ron Simmons! Like, <laughs> this is amazing." And and uh, that's Butch Reed. It was so cool, man. And and that's like that's the 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 one Steiner thing that sticks out in my head. Like as far as like one of my favorite matches with those guys. Yeah, uh, another thing uh, I like uh, two of the runs they had uh, uh, the runs against the uh, Samoans constantly. Whether if they were dubbed as the SST, oh, the SST the Samoan, yeah, or, SWAT team. or the or the Head Shrinkers in WWE, uh, the other one that stood out, uh, a team that gave the Steiners a run for their money, Doc and Gordy, when they were oh, just God, yeah. back, when they were just coming back from Japan, and they were like yep. literally. Beating the they piss were, out uh, of the Steiners. They were called uh, what the violence and something something I forget. Yeah, uh, something with violence. I, I don't even remember now. I definitely would have to look that up. See any any of your fond memories of the Steiners? Yeah, the bulldog off the top. I was too young. Oh, uh, I I love that dude. Like I honestly, when when I went when when I was in the gym training, we actually uh uh we worked on that uh move actually. But instead of uh, putting them on top of the shoulders, we actually went from a wheelbarrow position, flip, flip the guy up, and then the partner would come off with the bulldog. It was great. Uh, even though we changed it up a little bit, it, it was still the same. Uh, it, it was inspired by the Steiners by far. Uh, yeah. and, 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 and with them, 
going into the Hall of Fame, they hands down, their legacy will definitely live forever in the world of <laughs> Dude, professional can we, wrestling. Can we talk about how the whole show was speeches about my career and, you know, I did this and I worked for this guy and thanks this guy and blah, blah, blah. And then Scott Steiner used his entire time to talk about Randy Savage talking to a cow. Yes. Wait, it was the weirdest that, thing. I was like, what the hell is going that on? That took right up that 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 took up uh three minutes out yeah. of the four and and he still believes that uh randy and the cow knew each other yeah it was so it was a funny story like in itself but as far as being a part of the hall of fame when again everyone else was talking about hey you know this was my career and i thank you and blah blah blah, blah. he was just so weird <laughs> so super random not what i expected from from a scott steiner uh you know, speech. Yeah, this this here was a, a a good a good moment uh for me just just by far as the the Steiners going in. I actually should have just pulled my uh action figure. I I should have grabbed my my action figure sitting over there. I had the Steiners sitting on my uh one shelf. I could have brought them over here. You know what else on the show? You know what else came to mind when this when this show started? When they came down, I'm so not used to seeing Rick Steiner without his headgear. Remember he, he used to he, wear the remember he, he used to wear the amateur just, headgear? T was just commenting about that. Yeah, right? I'm staring at this TV, right? And it's Is the mic on? Is your mic on? I don't know. Can you hear it, T? It doesn't sound like it. No, it doesn't sound like it's on. It's on there. Let me check. It sounded Here, fine before. Listen. There you go. Listen. I'm staring at this TV. I go. I know as a kid, this boy had on headgear throughout yeah. his whole duration. How you get cauliflower, fam? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny, actually. I didn't even think of that. That's fucking hilarious. I didn't think uh, of that. Like uh, He probably got went when he was in school and, you know, college. Yeah, yeah, and, they were doing college wrestling. But I, I, I'm, I'm like flabbergasted. That is really funny, though. Like. I know he wore headgear <laughs> throughout his whole time. What happened? <laughs> that is really funny. Uh, let's just give it a quick check. It's, yeah, he sounded fine before. Hello. Yeah, is there he working, we go. Sounding yep. now? Yeah. Oh, he, probably, he probably just got to talk a little bit louder. That's all it is. No, it sounded so, like the mic wasn't on at all. No, I just checked everything. I just oh, I just plugged yeah, it back in, too. So it was, I unplugged it, plugged it back in just in case. But, but yeah, go. we're, we're working good. good. Hey, it's all good. Hey, hiccups yeah. do happen. All right. Uh, moving along from the, from the Steiners and oh yeah, and, and one other thing, I was a little confused about the music that they came out to. It wasn't the no, it wasn't the Steiners, no. right? It wasn't their no. their WWE no. music. No. Uh, and moving along, this one uh, I was really impressed by the way really? WWE. It's... No, 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 hold up. Hear me out on this. It's just the way <laughs> WWE packaged it when they did. Uh, the package video, and then when you hear her uh, speaking up on there, it was so eloquently. Uh, and with Booker up there, it was a husband giving praise to his wife, as far uh, you know, as being his partner in in the business. Uh, yes, she may not had had the in ring stuff going on, but the experiences that she put herself through. For those ha ha moments as a queen being scared and doing it. And like, like I said, that 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 package that WWE put together made me see her in a different light. She played her part. It's not the part that we would always like to see a female in wrestling, you know, get, get their hands dirty in there, putting in the work in the ring and this and that. She had her part and she did her part. And and like and now I can sit and 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 acknowledge that okay. She had her row. She did it. She brought her game, and and I, I'm I'm not gonna knock her for for going into Hall of Fame because, like I said, there's plenty of other people who we look at and we always question, like, why? Why is that person in the Hall of Fame? Like, what the fuck? Yep. You know, especially the celebrities, especially the celebrities. Yeah. So yeah. so so hands down, you know, after last night and, and watching this, Charmel, Queen Charmel, uh. Con congratulations of being inducted into the Hall of Fame because, like I said, I can't knock it now. 
I can't. I'm not going to knock her being inducted. I just think her speech was way too rehearsed. I mean, it's it was very robotic. It was like she had been reading it from a well, teleprompter, which well, I know she was. A lot of, pe- like, a lot of people were. Uh, well, I know that, but it sounded like that's what I was trying to do right there. Like she, like she rehearsed it and rehearsed it and rehearsed it and rehearsed it and just memorized everything and just kind of didn't go off, you know, what she remembered or whatever. Um, I, I think she was. I think her and him were, or him and her were awesome together. Um, I just, I just thought her speech itself was way, was kind of too rehearsed and robotic. We got, we got Linda chiming in there, but, uh, the video package was awesome. Yeah. I, I, I could believe she made it. She, she basically is a valet and she started from a nitro girl. So she moved up. It's not like, you know, she's just queen Charmel one day. Yeah. Plus as for the way she's speaking, you know, she's a former pageant queen. So she speaks. Etiquette. Oh yeah, that's just true. Well, yeah. etiquette. That's one thing I was gonna say. <laughs> when the, like the, the, the way she, the, the way she was speaking so so nicely, it, it was like I was thinking I was listening to like uh M- 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 Michelle Obama speaking. But these these uh ladies they go through training They're, speeches yeah. and educated. Talking, it shows that she's an people. educated woman. Yeah, basically. Right. So I, I don't know. I, this already and you. She looked so like this picture right here with her and Booker. She looked so genuinely happy. Like, I mean, obviously everyone's all smiling and stuff, but she looked like so like overjoyed to be there. It was really cool. Again, I ain't knocking her going in. Uh, I just thought this, the her vocal delivery sounded a little robotic, but uh, but she seemed like legit, like just super happy to be there. And I thought it was awesome. And no, Booker's uh, Booker's always great anyway. Yeah, and she she basically, I think she was just happy and taking it in. And taking the back that she got into the Hall of Fame, being her, being a valet, you know, just doing what she was supposed to do, yeah. and knocked it out the park. Hey, and uh, uh, like I said, uh, it's it's so, and like you said, her speech and stuff like that, it, so gen, just genuine. The look on her face and stuff like that, and 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 like and with Booker, the all the praise he was giving her. Uh, it started to uh, honestly, it started to give me a headache when he kept saying all, all hill, queen, oh, yeah, the, yeah over and over day. And over. but other than that, I see where he was going with it. He, <laughs> the, he, he, he loves her so much what, that he, he wants to acknowledge her. The, that, the first, that bad. the first couple times he said it, I thought he was saying, Oh, hell, because <laughs> it rhymed because all because hail and Charmel don't run. So when he was saying, I thought he was saying, Oh, hell, queen Charmel, like, Oh my god, what in the hell, and then. When they showed him close up, I, I realized he was saying "all hail," and I was like, "Man, I thought that was a rib or something." Yeah, uh, let's move it along here. Uh, we got up next. Oh, okay, one, two. Well, no, there we go. This was uh, a very interesting moment. L- let me pull uh, that banner off the top there so we can see it better. There we go. go. Uh, JTG. Yeah, he uh, should have spoke. I don't know if they didn't let him or he didn't want to, but I no, I, I, I think I think he more or less was like, "Hey, this is for Shad and the family." And, you know, no, that, no, I mean, I, I get it. Like, let his wife talk, but I th- it would have been cool if he but, uh, if he did as well. Yeah, be between the uh, the video package to the to the very end of it, I was in tears. I was getting choked up so much, especially just seeing seeing his son out there. Uh, how, as a father, he risked his life for the love of, of his child, um, and 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 to see this moment here, where uh, they're doing the crime time, you know, they're they're they're, they're handshaking stuff and all that with with yeah. his son, that that there, like yo, it like wow, I, I cool that that hit hard there. Yeah, I I only um I only met Shad one time. And unfortunately, it was at a it was at a funeral for uh, Paulie Normus, my old tag team partner. Oh, I remember, Paulie. but him and Paul were super close when they were they were roommates in OVW, and uh, and they were real close. And I met him there. And um, as soon as he heard, I think I think Danny Inferno introduced us. Uh, and as soon as he heard that I was Paul's old partner, uh, he was he was we were talking like we had known each other for years. He was such a good dude. He wore the wrist tape that said Paul E on, on raw after Paul died. And I, I have a picture of that somewhere right off of TV. 
Um, but uh, he was just a great dude. I mean, obviously, he was a hero. I mean, this is, you know, his last, like they said, his last act was saving his kid, man. And, and, uh, and his, you know, obviously, his wife was there or whatever. Um, but uh, he was just, like I said, when I met him, I, I, I never met him before that. And I never saw him in person since. And he was just like, like we were always, you know, like we were always buddies. Like we had known each other for years. It was awesome. And uh, when when we did the Paul Enormous Memorial Show, when I was still a part of Pro Wrestling Syndicate, um, I was still one of the guys running the company at the time, so I didn't want to be in a in a in a big important match. So I just put myself in the. We did a Paul Enormous Memorial Battle Royal, and I just threw myself in that just to have something to do. And Shad sent us a video and was like, "Can you play this during the show?" It's just like a little loving tribute to Paul and blah, blah, blah. So it was like a five-minute thing where he did a little speech, talked about Paul. I wish I knew where that was. I, I haven't seen it since that day of that show. But um, but he was it, just, it, a, it, just a class. Right now, right now, it could be floating around on YouTube somewhere and you just have to look it up maybe. No, nah, I doubt it. <laughs> the, the, I'm talking about Shad's video, not the show. Mm. Um, but but he was he was a classy dude. And, uh, you know, I, I, I was I was very upset when when, uh, when he passed away. And uh, But again you're you're happy at the same at the same time on the way it happened and what he was doing when he went yeah it, it it was a blessing to hear all the stories and i'm sure there's a hell lot more stories from his wife mentioned about how many times he put his life at risk to help others yeah she mentioned the uh she mentioned the the armed robbery thing in florida a couple years ago i remember seeing that i, 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 I remember that too yeah i think on like on the observer or like wrestlinginc.com or something and i remember thinking like jesus that dude could have got shot man like you know but like he didn't care he just he just took care of business like it wasn't you know, I'm sure. I'm sure he was worried, obviously, but something had to be done, and he did the right thing. And it's like that guy is not only a hero, like what a, what a person should be, but he was what a father should be. I got no kids, but if I did, I would want them to be a man like him, the kind of yeah. man he was, I should say. Yeah. And then, uh, what what was it? Uh, she mentioned about how their dog got stolen and he went and and found the perpetrators yeah, yeah and they and, did some things like, he did some things i probably can't say in this speech but yeah he got the dog back <laughs> and and the one thing i did enjoy at the end that uh, where she spoke to her son and uh mentioned that what uh uh sheepdog about yeah. being a protector uh sheepdog knows yep. he knows the empathy of others as well as he knows to, uh, uh, violence. yeah, the violence to go to that next level, I guess, where you would have to protect those ones you love and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and that's like, I never thought about it like that. I'm like, I'm like, damn, you know, there's so many unsung, uh, heroes that are like that, that that's out there, especially fathers who have that love that want to be, um, uh, who wants to be supported and, and be that uh, n- nice, peaceful guy, but they have no problem if if, if you mess with their kids or anything. Oh, yeah, their family yeah. have no problem to rock that orange jumpsuit if they have to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so much uh, love and blessings going out to Shad, uh, uh, to his family. Uh, it's beautiful to see that smile on his son's face. There, uh, he, he. I I had the uh, I I had almost had. Uh the opportunity to meet his wife at a uh, wrestling convention that I did. I think we talked about this the other night, actually, uh, where I was talking, where I talked about, I was sitting next to Brian knobs and uh, blue meanie uh, that convention. She was supposed to be there um, doing all, cause she's also, uh, I don't know if famous is the right word, but she's also in the entertainment world. She's been a fitness model for a long time and a body. Okay. I did not know. I did not know like that. that. Yeah. Um, she, she's in the fitness field and she's been a fitness model for a long time. I mean, look at her. She's gorgeous. Um, She was supposed to be there doing autograph stuff and something. For some reason, she couldn't come. Uh, This was 2015, I believe it was. Uh, For some reason, she couldn't make it. So so I didn't get to meet her, but I was looking forward to that. But but I did like, uh, (laughs) I did like, again, where she said, uh, he he may have done some things I can't say in this speech, but he got the dog back. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm 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 sure you were tickled pink about that because when I was sitting there, I'm like, oh, he's probably thinking of Buddy. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe would go out there and go Sons of Anarchy on people. Maybe he'll, it depends. It depends. <laughs> he he. Joe wouldn't be in God mode. He'll he'll, he'll be in Bobby mode. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. All right. Uh, moving along here, our next inductee into the 2022 Hall of Fame is uh, was represented uh, by his wife and his son. And that is some people might know him as Vader. I when when I started watching him, he was big Van Vader. So I, I actually thought he was already in the Hall of Fame. I, I thought so too, but here it was the induction. He yeah. introduced uh Stan Hansen. That's why I thought Oh, that's right. Because they showed you know what? I didn't remember that just now. They showed a clip in the package of him at the Hall of Fame wearing the suit and everything. And yes. I'm like, I knew it. He was already I knew he was already in. And then I watched everything and it just never dawned on me again until you just said it. I forgot all about that. Damn. Yeah, uh, he he had a tremendous career over in Japan before he came to oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to WCW and stuff like that. And and that big when, helmet when, he wore, that big black helmet. Oh yeah, the we smoke coming out of it. Oh, it so oh that game. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, that thing is just badass, dude. I mean, I know. I would love to see a guy walking down the street with that. I don't know anyone that can even hold it up. Maybe. But... Well, you said I got to wear a mask in this place. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's crazy. Oh man, but yeah, uh, I didn't even notice that it was sitting out there for the Hall of Fame. I didn't see it. No, no, it, it was actually covered up at first until oh, okay. the very end of the uh, speech, and then they pull, pulled the veil off of it, and it, it was right there sitting. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, did they show it on camera? Uh, or, yeah, is this a picture from the broadcast? I didn't see it. Yeah, did uh, I saw the this, whole speech though? I guess I didn't notice it. Yeah, it was at the very end of the the speech. They uh, they they man. pulled it off. I'm just looking uh, at it now. It's so cool looking. Yeah, uh, it's so scary. I remember seeing him come out with that thing on. And I was so terrified, even watching it on TV. Hey, yeah. can, can I tell you my story about the only time I ever met Vader? Go, go ahead. We were. I. It was. Uh, Jesus, I don't even remember what year it was now, but it was at. Um, I want to say 2011 or 12 at Legends of the Ring in Monroe, New Jersey. They do. You know the convention they do every year. Um, hey, yeah, there's a ton of people there. Um, so he was outside. It was like two fifteen. Uh, I was waiting for a friend of mine. To sh I had already been there for a while. Um, I mean, I, I was never a guest. I was always just a, a fan there. I mean, I don't pay to get in, but still. So I would, I would, uh, I would always just go and hang out, say hello to some people, whatever. Um, but, uh, I was outside waiting for a friend of mine to show up who was going to, who was coming. He was just coming a little bit later. Uh, my friend, Mike. And Vader was outside the front of the, it's at a hotel. So he was outside. They have a big banquet room, conference room area. And he was just standing there and he was waiting for, I didn't realize at the time he was waiting for a taxi to pick him up, go to his hotel or whatever. You go to his, he was at a different hotel. So I walked up to him and I said, excuse me, sir, what time is it? And he looked at his watch and said, it's about quarter after two. And I said, thank you very much, sir. And I walked away and I was so upset. Because I want them to fucking say it's Vader time. And he said, <laughs> about quarter after two. I said, come on. You can't tell me the actual time. I was so bummed. And I never saw him again in person after that. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool. I met him. <laughs> I met him one time at uh, a show in Lancaster. Yeah. Uh, I, I And I regret I didn't get the opportunity to get to snag a, a, a pick with him. Yeah, because, neither did I. Because there's times where, you know, you don't want to be that that mark yeah when you're in the business but the, at the same time yo these are memories and stuff that you know after you're yeah. done that you know that you're gonna have forever afterwards then you know yeah. so it's like so now i when i can i try to get picks more now than than before because who knows when the next time i would ever get to see I, yeah so that's that's uh yeah that's my my thinking too i talked about this on a, on a different podcast i did last night not wrestling related but somebody somebody asked me uh i posted a picture on twitter with somebody i don't remember and then like a week later i posted another picture with the same guy it was a different picture but it was from that with that day or whatever and somebody responded saying like you just tweeted a picture with this guy last week why, why are you sending it again and i was like listen man i take pictures every time i see somebody if i can uh, you know, if I if I if I, I don't feel like I'm bothering them or whatever, because I never know when it's gonna be my last chance. Like you know, if I see if I see Chio today on Saturday, I, well, I'm gonna take a picture and then I'll see him every time we're backstage at Ridgefield Park, dude. I take yeah, a picture take, every time. We take some kind of selfie because because yeah, it's always I, gonna be someone different in the pick with us and behind too as well. Right. 
and and, mm-hmm. and I, I always send them to my wife too, just because I make goofy faces to her or whatever. But I always do, and it's because if if we if we're if say we're at Richfield Park tonight, I'm gonna take a picture with you behind the soundboard and everything. How do I know? God forbid, tomorrow one of us gets hit by a bus, and that's it, and then we're gone. Yeah, then I don't have, we I don't have that a chance. moment. Right, I don't have another chance to get another picture. How do I know? So now that I, you know everyone's got a camera in their pocket, I take as many pictures as I can. So, so I, I mean, obviously at the time nobody had a. Actually, no, we did. You know what? We did have uh we did have iPhones. Those came out in 2007. Yeah, yeah. And this, when I saw him, at least it was 2011, 12. Uh, but it was Vader. I don't want to bother him. And plus, my heart was crushed because he told me yeah. the time. <laughs> told me the actual time. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> uh, Vader will hands down definitely go as one of the greatest big men in the business. Yes. Uh, doing a moonsault off the top rope, the Vader salt. Uh, and amongst other great matches he had, uh, except for that, uh, was his son mentioned, uh, was it the White Castle or something? Affair, yeah, it was yeah, Sting. they did in WCW, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he will be dearly missed and welcome into and just welcome to the Hall of Fame, Vader, yeah. And now on to the main event of the evening. We got to see the chairman. Hey, wait. Of... Wasn't wasn't Mick Foley announced to be the Vader induction at first? And then I wondered. Uh, I didn't see him on here. Yeah, that's what I, yeah. I thought. I thought they mentioned that at one point. So, but hey, things change. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I thought when I saw this this picture that's there now? I thought that was four guys dressed up as him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of did too at first, at first, yeah. and then when I when I glanced closer, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe not. Or um, I thought that Vince was going to announce him, and he was going to come out of one of those like that was one of those was going to be him standing there the whole time. T, when you saw this moment finally happening in uh, WWE with Vince McMahon on stage, you know what was your thoughts? You know, I'm seeing this part. Oh, that's right. Ha ha. We caught we caught him off only because uh he, he got all the way up to the Vader moment and then now he has to go home and watch this now. Poor yeah, man. Uh you're so if surprised. An, if we had an hour and a half left, we could play it. I know, yeah, for <laughs> real. Uh you are so deprived, young man. Uh Dude, this was this was this, as far as I was concerned, and I was there in 2013 when they inducted. I went. I went because they inducted Bruno. I'm Italian. He's Italian. I mean, I had to go. For you don't say Italian pride. But this was my favorite induction of every Hall of Fame that they've ever done. Did this was so long? It was like going to church. But it, it was worth it, man. I thought he, it was great. A lot of people online were saying like, "Oh, what's this is so like uh, spiritual and blah blah." I, I guess people don't realize like, what I said to you last night. There's videos on YouTube of him like speaking at church and stuff now in the last like five or six years yeah like and he was i don't know if he's like a born-again christian or whatever but he mentioned god like three or four times like he he thanked his wife for bringing me bringing back my relationship with our lord and savior and blah blah and like and i mean there's stuff the on youtube of him doing that stuff and here's the thing for the people that are bitching online about this here uh this is his moment, not yours as a viewer. I'm like, okay, th- th- this is his moment. Let him have his moment. He's coming out of character for everybody to understand uh, some of his life. He's breaking down. He's pulling that curtain. And take it for what it is. Be acceptance. Unless unless you want to be those people that's going to be, sh- oh, man, he's doing this. I'm turning it off. I'll just, you know, okay, he's yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Okay, I just want to remember The Undertaker for how I remember him on screen, this and that. Don't you want to hear about the man behind uh, the, the Undertaker himself? But, uh, yeah, Vince if you, here. If you, if you go to YouTube and just search for Undertaker Church, the first, like, eight videos are, like, Undertaker Undertaker doing a testimony at a, at a Pastor Ed Young's conference. Uh, how the Undertaker became a Christian, extended version, blah, blah, blah. And it's him talking about how he became how he came to faith and believe in Jesus Christ. Well, like it, this is not something new. Like I saw people complaining just about that, about the religious references and stuff. Like, you know what? He's earned, he's yeah. fucking earned the right to speak as long as he wants. They could have done the whole show with one induction and just let him talk for two hours. Yeah. I would have watched every minute of it, but yeah, he's, he's absolutely earned it. 
Yeah, and then with Vince here, uh, me, me, me and you were chatting, and Sharon, I said, wouldn't it be great if Vince goes against his own rule and Vince thanks Vince? <laughs> that would have been hilarious. I'd like to thank myself for coming up with this character. Yo, there was no, there was no K. I mean, I know there's no kayfabe Hall of Fame night anyway, but I didn't expect Vince McMahon to go out there and be like, Brian Lee was the fake Undertaker, by the way. I know. I was I like, know. what the I heard fuck? That. Why would you say that? <laughs> SummerSlam 94, Undertaker, well, Undertaker. And Bobby Heenan was doing commentary, and Bobby Heenan stood up and yelled, let's go, Undertaker. And I always thought that was hilarious. Nin 1994. I think I said 2004. But, uh, but yeah, man, like, I understand there's not really any kayfabe. Well, it certainly wasn't an Undertaker speech. <laughs> but um, I didn't expect Vince McMahon to be like, Brian Lee, that was the fake Undertaker, remember, from 1994? <laughs> like, well, I can't believe he just said that. Oh, but God. but you know what was what was cool? People go on online and like Vince McMahon's a piece of shit. He doesn't care about any of his guys. He only cares about money and blah blah blah. Last night he grabbed Undertaker tight as fuck, hugged him and cried. And as soon as he started crying, he said, "I love you," and then took off real quick. So he wasn't seen crying on camera. And I noticed when he walked away, he didn't wipe tears away because I don't think he wanted to be seen wiping tears away and like people knowing that oh man he's upset. You know what I mean? Or he's not upset. He's crying with lat with happiness but it, it, it i didn't want i don't think he wanted that to be shown or to be noticed on camera because it was and, it was really quick after like you saw his eyes welling up and then he just kind of kind of let go really quick and and took off and made his way down the steps and, and out and um it, it was awesome dude it was this was the like i said this is my favorite induction of all and, time and for this moment here like this uh, like I said, oh there's too many. There's too many people com complaining about. Oh my God, it's taking so long. This and that. Like, yo, uh, the crowd was so into it. Like, and he was so emotional. He was having that moment with the crowd. He 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 was letting the fans have their moment to cheer him on. Yeah, and he was, uh, in awe. To yeah. look around and see all these people. You know, giving him that praise, that love, uh, and 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 he was just soaking it in, soaking it in, and you know yeah. that. And like I said, this is his moment, not ours. A lot of it was like, even though he's been so freaking popular for the last whatever thirty years, he debuted in nineteen ninety, so whatever that is, thirty-two years, something like that, almost almost thirty-two years. Um, so. Like, even though he's been that popular and that well-loved and known and respected, he still looked on his face like, holy shit, like, this, these many people, like, this many people actually care about me and, like, they think this much of me. Like, dude, you're the fucking Undertaker. I don't care about Mark Calloway. You're the fucking Undertaker. Like, there's no way that people don't give a shit. Like, you know, he just, it just seemed like he was surprised at, at the level of love that everyone's got for this guy. And, like, dude. You know, it's it's so well-deserved. Like, Man, I'm going to say it again. This is my favorite induction of any Hall of Fame show they've done. I don't know who his tailor was, but they, <laughs> oh, they did an awesome job. Because you see, <laughs> you got the wine color on the pockets there. Yeah. Then he had those uh, wine-colored stripes going down the side of the legs. And that one little up in the car. Well, you can't see it here, but right up in the left side of where uh, a lapel or whatever would go yeah he had that that nice color of purple right right there yeah and like like if you stared really hard at his gear and well oh, not look. gear but his suit and i love yeah. the designs and stuff let me say one quick thing just back to the vader thing real quick did you notice that vader's wife and kid were wearing his colors the black and red i did not take notice i, I was not yeah i noticed that last night that was really cool uh but i love this suit man this taker suit was awesome uh, and like, like I said, here with him, just the way he he presented himself, like I said, it, it, it was a sermon. Unlike on the sermons, he got yeah. to uh, tell this, some stories of of right, with, right with, here. With some of the guys on stage. Right, right here with the headset mic, it does look like he's in front of a church, like preaching. <laughs> but I wasn't complaining about that. I thought it was awesome. He's doing a seminar. He's doing. He's he he, he right, 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 right right now. He looks like he's trying to sell and, Amway. And no. boy, wasn't long. <laughs> he's an app. This is uh, what you would call an interview for the House of Black, and he's expressing. Uh, <laughs> he, he he's telling them what he can bring to the table. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I like that Amway joke. That's pretty good. Dude. <laughs> he's, he's selling Amway. He's at a conference selling Amway. <laughs> oh man, much love. Oh, but, but yeah, it, so, it was so, so long stories. too. He so he came out. I thought there were only so. First of all, I thought the show was from ten to eleven, but by eleven thirty, I realized like it's. After I think it was done by one, wasn't it? Like it was. It was. Yeah, it was around twelve thirty ish. But um, but he came out at ten thirty. So I'm oh, not ten thirty. Sorry, was it? 1130 because it was 10 to 12 that it was it was scheduled 10 to 12 on peacock so he came out like 1130 ish and then um but it was, was worth like, it i was like wow they're giving him like a whole half hour like that's a lot and then he the 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 the, the stand the, the opening standing ovation was at least 10 minutes yeah he i mean he didn't get started until you know like 10 to 11 or something like that like so he went he went at least like 40 minutes i would say 35 40 minutes something like that in a speech not including the Vince part. No, no this picture looks like he's selling suits. No, no. Uh, honestly, he... you're gonna love the way you feel. I guarantee it. Yeah. <laughs> Take your uh, From 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 here, from from this vantage point, he's calling out uh, a, bunch right of, think, right? a bunch of people. Uh, yeah. The the whole BSK crew. You know, yeah. Godfather for it for for his. Uh, oh yeah, uh, you know what? They showed the pictures of Yokozuna and Brian Ad- Crush, Brian they, Adams. They 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 showed uh, uh, Kishi up there too. He was part of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm surprised. I, see, I saw him sitting there. Yeah. What I'm surprised that they didn't have them all together standing on stage, the whole BSK crew with yeah, the that been cool. and stuff like that. Because yeah. Savio Vega was a part of that as well. Yeah. It, it was like. Yo, they, they 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 were like squad mad deep, and then he also mentioned uh he referenced uh Brian Adams crush. Yeah, yeah, I said that. They, they showed a picture of him. All right. Well, yeah, <laughs> but uh, they showed man. a picture of him as NWO Brian Adams, not as WWE yeah. crush. You know, yeah. he called him crush. He referenced him as crush, but they didn't show the the picture shows NWO. I was like, thank God they didn't show that freaking yellow and purple and orange bright ass suit. Yeah, and then and then once he was finished uh, with the whole uh, speech and stuff, he was starting to make his way down the steps, and uh, and he just stopped. He paused because you know you got the crowd chanting, you know, one more match and this and that, and yeah, and 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 then next thing you know, he 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 turns around, he looks back at all those attires that he has. On uh, on those mannequins yeah. standing there, and then he just walks one. over. Yeah, he just picked one, just start putting it on, and and the crowd start popping, going crazy. They started chanting one more match. Yeah, right here, and yeah. and and I I have my little uh insight tidbit that 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 I think you know how. Oh yeah, I, think, I have so I, I have I, my theory also. Yeah, and then here, uh, putting Don in the hat. Uh, respectfully, yeah. I thought he was gonna drop to the whole knee and do the eyes rolling, you know, do the whole uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. with the hand and the eyes rolling. Maybe back he can't. Head. Maybe his knees are too bad. He can't do that no more. <laughs> ah, man, that's a good. But one, that's, that's that's I I expected that too. And then just making his way up the ramp, it, yeah. it was like a moment. It was like an awe. In, in yeah, I I um, watched I because I, I had another group chat going on with the GSW guys. Uh. And I, I didn't speak or type or do nothing during this whole speech. I was just like glued to the screen watching this whole thing. And I haven't been I haven't been glued to any screens watching anything to do with wrestling in a long time. But this just like captivated me. And then after the crowd or, or when the crowd was chanting one more match and he grabbed the mic and said, never say never. And, you know, put and the mic down and walked out. And I that's was like, where well, the, uh, there we go. Now that's we where know everything in my head just that's when everything in my head just went start going clink 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 yeah. like old thoughts. I'm thinking, okay, uh, like how everyone saying about Cody Rhodes going to Mania Not taking anymore. on Seth. Yeah. I'm now thinking the first thing I'm thinking Undertaker. Taker's gonna come. Yeah, that's the first thing I'm yeah. thinking that's popping in yeah. my head. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so so he's probably he's over here half asleep or he's rubbing his eyes. Please don't say that. I want to see Cody. <laughs> yeah, I kind of would like to see that too, and I think maybe they're not going to do that just because so many people, or, or sorry, maybe they're not going to do the taker thing. I think now because no, so many no, no, it's just it. it's 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 a but tease. It you know what? Yeah, yeah, no, it, it probably is a tease. Just a little toying with the fans a little bit. Not going to actually do taker tomorrow or today. Whenever the I don't even know when the Rollins match is. 
Yeah. I don't uh, know. I don't actually. Yeah, I don't know when it is. Is that today's that, match? Or, that, is that today yeah, or tomorrow? That's, uh, I got my list here, sir. That's going to be on night one. That's tonight. Okay. We can find out tonight. <laughs> so that should be interesting. Yeah. Uh, but there you have it, folks. That was our review of uh, our quick review of the uh 2022 WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, much love and respect to all those uh uh inductees and uh, and stick around because uh shortly at 12 noon we're gonna get off of here and we're gonna pop back up again for our pop-up pipe bombs we're gonna do an nxt stand and deliver uh pre-show predictions because that's uh even though i think their kickoff starts at 12 noon but we're gonna give our our own predictions because the actual show starts at one o'clock i believe so yeah uh in about seven minutes we're gonna be going live again so tune back in uh, we're not going to waste any, 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 uh, anybody else's time because, uh, what he's saying is go to the bathroom. Yeah. Just go to the bathroom, go to bathroom get your snacks, do what you have to do. We're going to be back here shortly. Um, uh, and if you like our merch, this is one of our original shirts, by slams pod, uh, breakfast and by slam shirt, go up there to the like share, comment, subscribe, hit that notification button, find out when we are live as well. Try to get our merchandise. Uh, it goes back. Don't to forget. Everything. Don't forget the ticker below. Yeah. Yes, the ticker below. Not, uh, we 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 told Jimmy that we will have this on for every show we got all the way up to yeah, Monday all night. Weekend, Monday night. Yeah. Yeah. So so for for our friend Jimmy Cordaris, if you want his merch, ProWrestlingTees.com. Jimmy the Ref, uh, where you can get his Ref and Rants uh, shirts as well as the Three Count My Life in Stripes. As a WWE referee, uh, the book is on Amazon. So that's something you might want to probably purchase, T, because I know you're a reader and you like collecting books. So with that being said, I'm Chio. This is T, Joey, all the way over at uh, at home. Uh, yes, sir. And we'll be back momentarily in five to six minutes. Oh, so uh, They will. I won't. I'll catch you all tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. on Breakfast and Body Slams all right. for our review of WrestleMania Night 1. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good night, y'all. I mean, night, good night. night. Catch you all later. Sleep tight. All right. <laughs> See you soon in a couple minutes, everyone. <laughs> This is how it's gonna be This is what you think of me It's going down like I told you This is how it's gonna be I'll be the last man standing here I'm not going anywhere It's going down like I told you I'll be the last man standing here Begging for mercy, begging for mercy, oh